What's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they got a front? What did we ever do to these guys? That made him so violent. Find out all of that in Awesome Album Pal Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Awesome Album Pal Podcast. My name is Eric Hasenager, and I am so glad you have decided to give this little show a listen. I hope wherever you are, I hope you're doing fantastic. Welcome to the world's number one uh, music enthusiast podcast ever on the planet. Uh, I looked that up. That's a fact. That was on Yahoo uh, slash com. And I, it, it, it's true. You can look it up. I binged it. So what this podcast is about is about music. I mean, uh, music is awesome. I think we all can agree. And what I love about music is albums. You know, listening to maybe the deep cuts, maybe the deep cuts that aren't, you know, the singles, but also still really good. So I want to highlight every week, hopefully every week, to an album that, you know, is, I think, uh, just awesome. There'll be, you know, this is subjective, of course. There'll be, you know, maybe I'll do an episode where you think, oh man, this this album is stinky. Ugh. And you may feel that, and that's quite all right. But I hope to just give a different perspective on what I feel is an awesome album. We'll give a backstory, a back, uh, background information for the artist slash band, and then we'll give a little track information of each song, play a little sample, and uh, just highlight the awesome album here. So with that being said, I figure the debut episode of Awesome Album Pal should debut a, another band debut. How many times can I say debut? But a uh, alternative rock group from the 90s, a band you may have heard of, Weezer's The Blue Album from 1994. Yes, the self-titled debut, also known as The Blue Album, is a gem of a record. Something I never get sick of listening to. I can put on from the front to back, and it'll just be an awesome experience. Um, just the way that it's produced, mixed, and performed. It's a classic album, and it's what got me more into rock. It's, it's what got me into playing guitar. I, I know I annoyed one of my guitar teachers about always bringing in Weezer songs for him to teach me. He'd always like roll his eyes, like, oh, another Weezer song. It's like, yep. I just, just the way the crunchy guitars that Weezer has, you know, kind of associated with their sound, it just struck a chord, no pun intended, with me. And I imagine a lot of other people as well. So let's get down to the nitty gritty facts of the album and before we go into the track by track listening here recorded in late summer 1993 in electric lady studios in new york the album was produced by rick okasic of the 80s new wave band the cars and right from the get-go this album has some drama some band member drama the original rhythm guitarist jason cropper found out that his girlfriend was pregnant in the middle of recording and uh, this led to uh, some erratic behavior according to some you know articles on the internet that i've read about this 
and we all know the internet never lies, so it has to be true. But this has been a very widely known story over the years of you know Jason getting fired from the band, from the frontman Rivers Cuomo. Uh, so it was decided then that Rivers Cuomo, he recorded all the guitar parts by himself, which I think it's, it's pretty cool, all in one day. Uh, Rick, the producer, said he saw nothing like this before, and uh, he stressed to Rivers to not do it, but he did, and it turned out great. Uh, they then found the new rhythm guitarist who's you know been with the band since, Brian Bell, and Brian came in later to just do the backing vocals. So really... All the guitars you hear on this record is all rivers, and I think that's pretty cool to hear just kind of that all that came together and gelled together well. So let's get right down to it. Uh, let's get down to the first track. This track, My Name is Jonas. Let me scroll to the beginning here, and let's play it. All right, so hearing that acoustic intro, that finger pink, finger pinked? finger pick intro i absolutely love it uh this is actually uh jason cropper's only attribution of this uh record that gets credited is the acoustic intro and it is a marvel uh the uh, hook here it, it's it's one of the better album openers in some time and you kind of know what you're getting yourself into listening to this song uh, let's get right to the middle here. All right, to the bridge. And uh, it just, it rips. It's, uh, oh yeah. There you go. The group vocals on this bridge. Just, and then it's this groundswell. And then the rock out session. Oh, you can't go wrong with this. And you have the solo. Yeah, yeah, this is that. It just right from the get go. The the pacing is amazing. And uh, apparently, let's see. I'm gonna look at the. Uh, my name is Jonas Factoid. Uh, let's see. Well, apparently the song was inspired by Cuomo's brother who was having insurance problems after a serious car crash while at college. According to Cuomo, the song explains how the plan is re-aiming us all, especially my brother. My nickname is Jonas was written in the key of B major. However, the song is played with guitars tuned to E flat. It is played as if you were in the key of C. Well, I did not know that. That is nice. Uh, so, uh, it's, the song is just a delight. Um, it's awesome. And I don't know, there's not much else to be said about it. It's just a killer opening track. So let us go to the second track here. Uh, we got no one else. Kind of has that similar like crunchy guitar sound too and uh yeah it's got a good good beat and uh apparently the song is as described by the frontman rivers cuomo is a jealous obsessive a-hole and freaking out on his girlfriend 
and then uh, it kind of makes sense if you kind of read the lyrics, you know, I want a girl who will laugh for no one else. When I'm away, she puts her makeup on the shelf. Uh, and then when I'm away, she never leaves the house. So it's definitely got, you know, some, you know, uh, insecurity, mid-20 uh, dude vibes here. Um, but uh, just for the, the time, though, it, it just really uh, is an exemplary track to kind of get more personal uh, with it here. And I think they just they knocked it out of the park. Uh, and also, a useless factoid, the song is the only song to be recorded in standard tuning. Uh, Weezer is a traditionally uh, half, you know, half tune their guitars a step down, just because that's kind of what a lot of alternative rock does, is they just tune half, half step below. Why is that? I have no idea, but it's a, uh, there's your factoid for the, uh, the day here, but... No one else, the second track off of Dwell is awesome. And uh, yeah, it will uh, at the end here, great. So let's go to the third track here. And I'm not gonna edit, I'm just gonna rip right through it here. So the tr third track is The World Has Turned and Left Me Here. You know, it's, it has a, you know, kind of acoustic intro that my name is Jonas has and I, Definitely dig it. I like how it's the underlying here as the electric guitars are pumping in here. And um, yeah, I guess uh, the Weirs Cuomo suggested that you know this song was related to the previous song, but it was just a coincidence. And it's the this song is about you know the same guy who was controlling and no one else is wondering why you know she's gone, you know, his girlfriend. And so it's kind of like a concept album. Um, with some of the lyrics like, you know, the world has turned left me here, let me stop that, and uh, just where I was before you appeared and in your place an empty space has filled the void behind my face. Uh, just a really uh, good uh, imagery there. And um, yeah, surprisingly a sad song, um, which you wouldn't associate that with uh, Weezer, but um, just a really good, uh, solid song. And they don't they don't perform this live too often, but it's it's a good one. It's it's uh, surprisingly underrated, and uh, yeah, I definitely it's it's up there with a lot of these songs are up there with me here. So let's go with the next track on the album, and that is Buddy Holly. I'm sure a lot of you heard of this, but uh, let's just do a little of the intro. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, I think a lot of people, when they think Weezer, they think of this song. Uh, it's just a, it's a banger. It's, um, you know, yeah, geez, so good. And it's catchy. You can't, you can't escape uh, the ooh-ooh and uh, the, the chorus. I mean, like, you can't. And it. I know I'm kind of you know going over the album, but the music video for this song with Happy Days uh, Incorporation, amazing. It's synonymous. It's a classic, and um, this little keyboard Moog solo, it rips. Uh, it just, it's classic Weezer, and just ah. Oh. 
the Guardian. Okay, I shouldn't butcher that, but um, uh, let me do the bridge here. Yeah. And the song is short. It's like two and a half minutes, but it gets in and gets out. It's just, I think this part is really what made me want to learn guitar. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like just the dueling guitars, uh, just done in a way that's so catchy. Like I, I didn't hear anything like that at all before and uh it just blew my 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 mind and it blew my speakers it's awesome and uh i could gush uh more and more about buddy holly but i will uh for the sake of pacing let's just go to the next song and another single off the blue album and that is undone the sweater song Yeah, so as you can tell, uh, this is definitely a different vibe uh, as opposed to the previous songs. A lot moodier. Uh, it it kind of, in a way, it's just the ultimate Gen X song um, with the you know background uh, conversation going on while in the verse. Uh, it's just so good. And then we get the the main verse here coming up. Yeah, there you go. That acoustic guitar kind of layered in there. And then it goes right to the distorted. Yeah. I mean, how could you go wrong with this? Very just vivid imagery of, you know, hold this thread as I walk away. Ugh. Um, yeah, this is definitely... Uh, a favorite of mine it's it's top you know five songs by weezer for me um it's just oh so good um and i don't i don't know what to say like everything about it it's uh it's great i'll some some factoids here uh i guess early concept of the dialogue sections in the song was to utilize a sound collage assembled by the longtime friend of the band carl cock the, this concept was carried through the recording of the Blue Album, but uh, Geffen Records were wary of the cost of licensing samples, but apparently they had Star Wars samples and samples from Gilligan's Island. Uh, but the record company Geffen put a halt to that, and so late in the album's production, a spoken version of dialogue was recorded uh, by the bassist and Carl Koch, as well as dialogue between Koch and the fan member, Michael Allen, uh, she, they both recorded this and the tapes were sent overnight to be flown into the, performed into the mix. So uh, I thought it was a cool way how that all came together. And um, so what the, when the song was chosen as the lead single for the Blue Album, the band's record label requested a shortened version of the song to be played on the radio. While Weezer had agreed to a shortening of both the song's opening and closing sections, there was an additional adjustment made, which shortened the song's final guitar solo by several seconds, which that is 
I don't know. I would never want to shorten that guitar solo. That was oh, pure uh, awesomeness of uh, that solo. So I'm glad um, you know they didn't have to you know shorten that solo. Weezer had approved of this version of the song without hearing the edits made to the solo, and upon hearing this version of the song, they requested the solo edit be removed, rightfully so. Uh, the original radio edit had a runtime of 3:58, which was extended to 4:10 in the corrected full guitar solo uh, edit. Um, the distinct guitar tone for the undone intro came out on a specific section of the blue recording process during which Cuomo and original guitarist Jason Cropper spent a few days in the attic of Electric Ladyland Studios focusing only on the record's guitar parts. Uh, yeah, and apparently uh, Cuomo uh, later on realizes that the undone sweater song is kind of a ripoff of Sanitarium by Metallica. And if you uh, listen to that song and the the riff, it's a little, little similar, but... You know, it, it's still its own thing, but I can definitely see why he realized that was kind of a ripoff. But what, you know, a song isn't for another song at this point in day, time. So, yeah, and I love, I'm going to get right down to the end of the song here, which I love the small details is like the, uh, the mess around parts. Like the feedback. Yeah. Just playing the piano, mashing on it. Yeah, that's that's some random crap here. I love it. It's uh, just small touches like that is what make um, this whole album just amazing. And um, you know, it's a tight album, but it's like. You know that song is over five minutes and it's just like having that those touches make it kind of feel like more than just like uh you know a finely tuned machine there's some sloppiness uh in there that's uh you kind of want in a, a record so that is the uh undone sweater song so let us go to surf wax america a upbeat uh fast tempo song which i definitely dig uh this one uh, right to the intro let's hear it Growing up, I always heard this song as I'm going surfing because I don't like your face. And sure enough, that was it. Uh, but I'm just like, it's kind of like this rebellious uh, tune. Like, hey, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't care about you. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's another, again, like angsty song, but done in a way where it's like catchy. And um, I love the breakdown here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Let's just listen a little bit to this. And then it goes right 
right to the chorus again. Oh, just that's what you want in uh, you know great songs. It's just a, a change of dynamics of loud and uh, quiet. Uh, it just it hits all the right notes. Literally, um, it's yeah, it's a great song. Great, great summer song. Uh, I'm recording this in the summer right now, and this is like a perfect uh, beach song. And uh, yeah, I there's not not a whole whole lot more else to say about it. It's just uh, perfection here. So let us go to the next song here. And what do we got? We got "Say It Ain't So." Oh, I am just gonna say this might be my favorite song. I think it is my favorite song. So we'll just hear a little of the intro. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, this, this is like such a, this is the album kicks into like full gear here with this song. It's, it's laid back, but then it rocks once you get to the chorus. It's, again, the um, definition of a great song is the change of dynamics, quiet, loud, and just a great blend. And it's just, oh, it, uh, it holds up and like, I don't know it's apparently the song uh rivers cuomo only saw his father a few times between the time his father walked out in the family in 1995 uh, apparently this was about his stepfather who he mistakenly believed was an alcoholic but it really what that wasn't the case but according to rivers you know i was an angry angry young man you know typical gen x i was quick to point the finger so he kind of has self-awareness in that regard after the fact uh this this song just uh so good apparently i didn't know this uh matt sharp the bassist didn't didn't sing at all but uh he learned to kind of do falsettos and there are a lot of falsettos in the song and he does he crushes it um you know when the chorus kicks in a big start stop guitar riff mimics the beat and then for the second and third choruses a brief unison bend uh you'll hear let me just get right to the middle Oh, let me get. See, I'm not gonna edit this out here. Let's get to the unison bend. Yeah. Yeah. That's the unison guitar bend. Uh, apparently, that you know, it's just ah, oh, so good. Um, uh, it's I don't know. It it holds up, and it has oh the solo. How can I not mention a song and not mention the solo? So let me do this. is uh see that's also what you know got me into guitar that that solo it's just a kicking kicking song here um it's i don't know again i could gush hours and hours about this but for you listener i will a uh, uh keep keep my you know gushings to a uh, minimum that sounded gross i'm sorry 
Um, but uh, yeah, this is an amazing song. So let's go to the next song here. And what do we got? We have In the Garage. Oh, just let's hear a little intro. Another uh, acoustic intro leading to Distorted. I, I dig it. And this one, uh, it's just so good. Let me see the, uh, let me get to the. And let's get right to the solo here. Slowly but surely, we will. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like how just that just a little touch. Yeah. Just crazy. I love it. So apparently, uh, you know, he this was the last song that was written to uh, before the, the band started recording, and it was kind of like a meta take of uh, for the frontman Weezer, Rivers Cuomo, about you know just being in the garage and just singing his stupid songs. But uh, it was definitely a nice like kind of take, and you know, oh hey, I'm playing rock, and now I'm signed to a major rock label, and uh, I get to just write these stupid words. It's, it's very Gen X-y, uh, but it's also, it's, you know, of that time, it, it, it's great. It's uh, just everything about it. Like the harmonica in lit, sprinkled in there, I just, so good. So that is In the Garage by Weezer. Let us go to the next track, Holiday. Holiday's, I think a underrated song. It's not like their most performed. I think this is a song that the band hardly ever performs but it's it's good it's it's underrated it's the organ intro and again it has like the similar breakdown that surf wax had in the middle of the song um it's got a good like you know bop tone to it you know, a little beach boy vibe um it's catchy it's it's not like buddy holly catchy but it's i love the uh the energy to it. Let's get right to the breakdown here. Yeah. Just the, the snapping of the fingers, the, the barbershop, barbershop, barbershop quartet. Uh, I, I dig it. It's, um, it, it, I wouldn't say it's like the best track on the album, but it, it definitely is a fun song. Um, the, uh, let's do this and stop that. Uh, so I guess the song makes extensive use of the doo-wop acapella organs and complex harmonies. Um, I guess it was revealed by the drummer Patrick Wilson had a vocal part during the bridge. Wilson is known to have one other very small vocal part on the Blue Album, but this one otherwise is the only vocal part Wilson would have on the Weezer album. Uh, and that's, I think that's awesome just because you can tell he's, you know, his deeper voice and everything. And uh, yeah, it's apparently according to Cuomo, the road uh, with the lyrics being uh, attributed to is a form of any escapism, uh, be it beautiful melodies, drinking, drugs, love, art, whatever. However, it is important to note that even in the song Holiday, escape is short-lived right after the line on this road will never die come the ominous crashing chords of fate. That's deep. 
way deep for me but uh i just love this song it's it's got a special place in my heart it's it, it's not the most widely recognized weezer song but it's a it's a fun uh doo-wop type uh, weezer song that i always dig so we have this is this is the last song of the album uh and i'm i'm sad but it's it's a good one it's only in dreams so let's hear that iconic opening bass line here yeah and then the acoustic intro or also again uh, it just works well the uh having acoustic i'm a sucker for acoustic guitar sue me uh it's just the guitar work, uh, the lyrics, the, that pine for, you know, a girl. Um, it, it just, it spoke to me, you know. It, it definitely had a, 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 it has a place in my heart. It's one of the best closing songs out there. Um, IGN, uh, in a, you know, article from a few years ago, said uh, this song was like the stairway to heaven for generation x and i kind of it makes sense um it's just so good let me uh see the chorus uh just a uh a treat by itself and it builds up in the breakdown yeah like i i don't know what more could be said here this is a just like this is the longest song that we just ever recorded eight or 759 um it's a burner of a track um the three minute crescendo of the two guitars and bass and drums uh it's just so well produced um i don't i can't even i don't know that's a way to close the album it, you know my name is jonas the way to open it and this song is a way to close it. And uh, yeah, that is the Weezer, the Weezer, I sound like a, you know, 75 years old. That's Weezer's The Blue Album. Um, speaking of closing, I am going to close this podcast, but I, I hope you enjoyed listening. I, I know I enjoyed, uh, you know, recording and having fun listening to music with you all. Uh, I hope to do this on a regular basis and just to get you guys uh, into different types of music. Uh, so I don't have a, a going out uh, outro I prepared. This is all off the cuff. So this might be five minutes of me rambling or uh, five more seconds, but I don't know. But I hope you all enjoyed this uh, listen here and uh, you all have a wonderful day slash night and keep listening to music. This has been Awesome Album Pal. My name is Eric Hosnager. Have a wonderful day slash night. Bye. <laughs>